This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that just can't wait to watch young people throw footballs into large corporate sponsorship soda cans so they can afford to go to nursing school. We're all about that late-stage capitalism horror show we call America here. Uh, that includes my guy Rain Man, who is 2020 on the season uh, in four and five, and what for, so- for, for some error. reason, four and five for for some reason, what he calls the big rubber still. But why do you call it the big rubber, Rain Man? Well, Joe, after having so much success last week with the Hanukkah song, and then going undefeated in my picks last week, uh, insert brags, insert humble brags, insert you know blessings. It's not humble brag. You say humble. Brag. I'm going to do something a little bit worse, but a little bit similar that pays homage to the picks last week, while also looks forward to the rubber this week. When you McCall Greg's name with one minute to spare, he'll drive down the field. And he'll take you there in the final hour. Ooh. We all saw Javion's power just like a prayer. Uh, Greg will take you there just you like a prayer. So Greg will take you there. Lock of the week, uh, rain money, you've baby. You've been singing this to yourself so many times this week. Ah, that was so <laughs> upsetting. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the picks are worth embarrassing yourself, Joe. The it wasn't that worth bad. <laughs> all right, only if they're winners. And on the other end, we have Capper. <laughs> Uh, he is 27 and 24 on the season, but nine and four on his big rubbers. Uh, so, what, what, who do you got this week, Capper? Big rubber conference championship week. I mean, we're certainly scuffling into championship week. It has been a draining season. Um, we are just trying to get through it, but at least we have some championships to hand out this week. And I'm taking Florida plus 17 as my big rubber. Love Ooh. that. SEC championship. I almost did that, but I had to go with Coastal. Oh, wow. It might be a rare all play for the pod. Uh-oh. Yep, it is. <laughs> is that good or bad? Listen, man. This is the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. All right, this is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, as most of you know, we've had a fun segment that we've been doing uh, since the very beginning of the show where we solicit uh, celebrity cameos uh, and we get those celebrities to make picks. And in general, they range in quality from uh, Bam Margera, who was very going through a very hard time, uh, to Deep Howie up. Schwab, who also appeared to be going through a pretty hard time. Um, but this week, I, I decided to try something a little different. And uh, as I said uh, at the top of the pod, Rayman has been, uh, you know, a little less than stellar this year. So uh, instead of getting a pick, I, I didn't get a pick at all for the cameo, actually. I searched for uh, professional roasters on cameo, and I found this guy uh, named uh, Alex Hooper, and I provided him with just a little information about Rain Man and a questionably flattering photo. And this here we be uh, here we go. Wait, no, you're Rain Man. That's what you look like. Oh no. Oh, Make God. Radio, folks. I was way 
way off. I mean, I heard your voice and I thought it was pretty sexy and I was like, man, I bet this guy is like some kind of George Clooney type, maybe a Brad Pitt, a Joe Manganiello. <laughs> no. And now I'm looking at it and it's this? I see why they call you Rain Man. It's because you look just like Dustin Hoffman's leather wallet face. The years have not been kind to you, my friend. Or maybe it's all just the shouting that you mistake for a personality. I know you think being loud is funny, and trust me, if anyone understands that, it's me! But you gotta have punchlines, bro! You gotta have jokes in there! I mean, look at your bank account! Your wallet is being drained right 21, now. 22 you're pandemic, not gonna have a you're future. Not that your wife, your kids, they're gonna have nothing left because you're pissing it all away on these ridiculous bets. And that's supposed to be the one thing you're good at, Rain Man. I mean, come on. What do we have to do to get you to stop singing? Listen. <laughs> I know you think you're Frank Sinatra Jr. Well, now I regret the okay? top of the podcast. You can at least croon with the worst of them. You are lower than low. You are the worst karaoke singer in Minnesota on a Tuesday night at a dive bar. That's who you are. You can never hang with it. Just stop trying. I know people only sing when they're happy, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you to stay sad forever because it's not worth it for the rest of us to have to suffer through your terrible, awful Jeez. larynx. Rain Man, I really hope you get to bang your bookie's wife because that's the only way you are going to find happiness in this awful, godforsaken world that wants absolutely nothing to do with you. Good day, sir. And thanks for being a fan. Well, I'll just say that I got 10 weekly picks coming up this week, and we can turn this around wow. to that uh, Hooper yokel. Oh, um, boy. That was a tour yeah, de I force. Mean, very mean, but very spot on. I like to consider myself more of a Howard Stern type. You don't need to look at me. You just need to listen to me, but apparently he doesn't even want to do that. There's just a no no lies. I think the real the real thing is just I haven't heard anyone bring up a lie detected there. So uh, he's a, he's a fan. Clearly, he's clearly a fan. I I can say <laughs> there's no the really no more beautiful way to spend legal tender than to hire another person to just say really mean things about your friend. Uh, I cannot <laughs> recommend it enough. Uh, I was delighted by that. If you enjoyed the roast, you can find this dude Alex Hooper on Cameo. He also has a podcast to- called Achilles Heel that I found. We for sure gotten bad cameo bargains but this guy was worth every cent and shit i might get another one next week uh that was uh, <laughs> that was that was pretty treat. good that's a good that's a good holiday gift for everybody on your list this uh, year. You say you made shit. a very very weak enemy that was me <laughs> uh all right and now uh you know we didn't get a pick there but i feel very full and i'm ready to get to some to some actual picks uh but first uh hey a qu- quick announcement Capper here. We asked you all about your interest in joining a BYBW Bowl Pick'em this week on our Instagram, at BYBW Podcast, and great news, the answer was a resounding maybe. So here's what we're going to do. Head on over to our Instagram page. We will individually DM each person the info to join our Bowl Pick'em contest on ESPN, Yahoo perhaps. We will have a cash 
Editor's note, this will be a Visa gift card or equivalent reward. Additionally, whoever wins will get an exclusive BYBW hoodie that will certainly not receive a warm welcome when you wear it out to the bars, declaring that you will bang your bookie's wife. We love you all. We're excited to interact more with you. Again, head on over to our Instagram at BYBW Podcast. Looking forward to it. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weakness. Strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that matter, the picks that count, the picks that make you money. Uh, Rayman, you're coming off a hot week, so I will let you do the honors with the first game. And, and I'm going to go through, we're going to just choose all the conference championship games this week rather than picking specific games on the slate. Uh, Ten weekly picks. And uh, the to start, I figure we should just go to the most important game, the game that everyone is talking about. And that, of course, is the Sunbelt Championship, Coastal Minus three and a half against Ulala. Uh, Coastal won this first matchup uh, by a last-second field goal at Ulala, which was their only loss on the season, and a season that includes that kind of bizarre now 31-14 win over number seven Iowa State. Three and a half points. Uh, Rain Man, where do you lean here? Yeah, so as you just sort of buried the lead there, or stole the lead, excuse me. Uh, They won by three points on the road. This is not a road game. I think Coastal Carolina is the much better team, ranked 14 versus 28th in the F+. And uh, Coastal's not overly public this week. The public's a little scared off after last week's very close uh, win at Troy, called it here. Uh, I'm not scared off at all by that close game because what I told you was that is the quintessential dictionary definition of a letdown spot, and I'm not surprised at all by the result, and I will not be phased by that result because it was expected. I think Greg McCall is going to do what he's been doing all year, 23 touchdowns to a ridiculous two interceptions on the season. No reason to think that slows down here. Did I got you get me? by a touchdown. Did you, hit me with, did you say that was Greg McCall? <laughs> I heard of Greg. Grayson McCall. Greg the yes, Egg. Yeah. Uh, Grayson McCall. Greg the Egg McCall. I, 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 Greg's his cousin. <laughs> it's cousin Greg. Uh, we, I think... Uh, you, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's a good save. Uh, Coastal uh, shit show at the fuck factory. Uh, Coastal Carolina, like, they've been really, really good all year, but I like... Uh, I, the one thing about this game is that point five. I think pays dividends in this game because they have played close every single week so it's one of those things where it's just like i love love the points here i think it's a three-point game absolutely coastal might win but i don't think coastal wins by i don't know where do where do you stand capper i love that i'm actually taking louisiana this weekend um they've had a they've had a fantastic season uh and three and a half down from four and a half is too many here in my opinion um, you're getting that key number over a field goal. Uh, Levi Lewis is playing great football. Billy Napier, obviously one of the hottest names in coaching. Um, expect him to have a huge job here, if not this offseason, the next offseason. Um, I, I just like, I don't know why, but I just expect a defense um, that's played as well as Louisiana's this year to be able to be better prepared or very well prepared for that offense um, of Coastal Carolina that's played really well, obviously, with the RP triple option. 
Um, but a second time, it's tough to beat a team two times in a year. I think this one's a field goal game either way. I think it's just a fun one. Uh, speaking of Coastal playing close games, they would have covered uh, three and a half in 10 out of their 11 games. It, what's the one that um, they didn't? Louisiana <laughs> on the road. On the road. Certainly, certainly. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I think this one, um, I went back and forth a little bit on this one because I think Coastal is definitely the better team here. Um, but I, something about that line just tells me I need to be on Louisiana here. I don't know. Coastal also playing for a group of six spot. If they blow out Louisiana and Cincinnati has a close game, they could they could jump Cincinnati in the rankings. Absolutely. I, yeah, I mean, I, this is like... Especially if Iowa State beats Oklahoma. It's, a, it's an amazing season for Jamie Chadwell. They just locked him up with an extension, um, I think, today. So... Yeah, we'll um, see how much that holds. That is we'll see how, we'll see how yeah, that holds when Auburn comes. Yeah. Good luck, Coastal. That, that's just a gift uh, to Jamie for his next it's job. It's a gift to his agent Jennifer more than anything year. else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, That was the other one. I love when Hugh Free signed like the five-year uh, contract at Liberty. Like, that man has any sense of loyalty to anything in his fucking life. That's like <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Uh, next game, let's go to the ACC <laughs> Championship. Uh this is a great game. Uh, we got uh, Clemson right now. It looks like it's Clemson minus 10 against Notre Dame. This is a rematch, of course, of a game that Notre Dame previously won. A uh, game that only one of the people among us picked correctly on the pod. I think there's actually, in fact, a direct correlation between uh, uh, picking, uh, not picking Clemson last time and not looking like Dustin Hoffman's old leather wallet face. Uh, it's It's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, so I was on Notre Dame last time. Both of you guys like Clemson last time. Are you guys like Clemson again with an even bigger spread? I'll let uh, Capper start this time. Yeah, I, I think this one will start out and say if a line seems too good to be true, it usually is. Um, the fact that this one opened up just over a touchdown, jumped up very quickly to double digits, kind of tells me all I need to know about who's not only going to win this game, but who's going to cover the spread very easily. Um, Notre Dame, I think you can talk about them the entire podcast about how amazing their season has been in book leading that offense, that defense, just playing lockdown defense against tons of teams in the ACC, um, kind of just rolling in and shredding that conference, um, including Clemson, but don't forget Clemson playing with their backup quarterback. The first game still put up a ton of points playing with three defensive starters out in the front seven, lost both their starting safeties during that game took that game to overtime um i just the defensive losses that matter this is yeah this is like one of those things where they just like they play notre dame doesn't play super well against the pass and like the explosive pass game um and and dj Ui ungalele really showed that off um in his first career collegiate start um and trevor lawrence does it better than him obviously who's about to be the number one overall pick so um, I think this line is telling you exactly where it's going to go. I think you have to take Clemson here in this spot. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame keeps it close, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Clemson wins this game by three touchdowns. So I'll follow on on that thought. Uh, I actually, if it was Clemson versus Notre Dame, I'd be Notre Dame in these points, but it's not. It's angry Clemson because they're avenging a loss, and angry Clemson is a very good football team, and they are on par with Alabama. I think they're going to absolutely blow out Notre Dame for that reason. Capper, you said it exactly with the defensive losses. Uh, Ian, hold the ball for as long as it uh, takes to read a book 
won't stand <laughs> a chance against this Clemson defensive line. 10.4% sack rate, one of the highest in the country. They're going to get after the quarterback and Notre Dame. They're just not going to be able to score. It is true, man. It's like I keep watching these games where like the announcers are just like, man, look at him just avoid the rushers. Look at how he just in the pocket he flushes out. It's just like motherfucker's been holding on to the ball for fifteen one seconds. Mississippi two, Mississippi three, and, Mississippi. And I guess four, that's one of the things it's like backyard is, football. Well, it's like if this game was happening last year in Notre Dame had Claypool and like a little more juice in the wide receiver department, I think I like the 10 points, but I kind of, I was on Notre Dame last time because strictly it was a freshman QB on a road environment. But this time I agree. I think Clemson might have their number. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame runs the ball so well. Um, but those three losses that, that they played in the first game in their front seven, like those were huge losses on the defensive side of the football. Um, and they don't, they, they're not going to be able to have an explosive passing offense against Clemson this this game they're just not going to be able to do it look at a little old Clemson giving 10 points to Notre Dame it just oh my God. you hate to see it you hate to see it I'd love nothing more dude than, and it I would despise. be amazing if Notre Dame won by like 49 points and then afterwards Brian Kelly got on the mic and was just like safety fucking sucked <laughs> uh, that would be I mean that'd be a dream scenario but it yeah, but it's not going to happen. It's just it's not. I'm not certain I despise a team more than I despise Notre Dame, but if I do, it's Clemson. It's absolutely so Clemson. I'm not if happy you, about this one. If you spend one. the time to watch safety on Disney+, Plus, uh, it'll be Clemson. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to do it. Uh, we're not going to do it. Let's see. Don't do, it. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, uh, we have we so got, much to uh, live for. All right. We got Dr. Pepper cans here. Uh, the Big 12 championship game. Uh, OU is favored by uh, five and a half at Iowa State. We, as we know, uh, uh, Rain Man just been all over. Loves OU this year. Games, Loves though. OU. So tell me, tell me who, uh, tell me. So oh, you, I'm, I'm guessing you love it. OU to cover in this Circle spot. the yeah, wagons, yeah, yeah. boomer, sumer, the whole thing. Like I keep saying it every week, and every week I keep saying, well, you know, I don't need to talk about Oklahoma any further. You know my opinion, so I'll just say that. Circle the wagons, boomer, sooner. I think they're going to run it up on Ohio, Iowa State so much. Uh, it's it's going to be a bloodbath, folks. They're going to try to make the college football. Really? Playoff. Yeah, I got them by like so 10. You're, you're... Easy. All right. Are, so are you take? Would you be bold enough? Or would you take an alt alt line in this? Is that no, outside your protocols? Are you taking? Never. All right. Never ever take an alt line. Stick to I'm the, asking. Stick to I, the script. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. Uh, I, I think it's uh, I don't know, Capper. Do you sort? Do you agree with this take here? Are you on Boomer in this spot? Um, I am on Oklahoma. I don't. I don't want to talk too much about them. I want to highlight how. Well, Iowa State has played all season with Coach Campbell, um, and I and I want to campaign. I want to start the campaign. If it if it hasn't already started, it's started already. But Brees Hall deserves to get an, an invite to New York City for the Heisman ceremony. Of I don't think he, he wins. Win. He's not the best running back in the country. But I think that guy is probably top three, maybe maybe fourth in the country uh, on my personal yeah, record. Alabama, so. UNC, Buffalo, then maybe Brees Hall. Yeah, yeah, no, certainly, and and with what they've done in the Big Twelve, how he's carried that team. Obviously, we talk about Brock, Pur- Brock Purdy before on this podcast, um, but that offense one runs through one man, and it is Brees Hall, and 
as much as I love him, Oklahoma's going to smash yeah, him this Oklahoma's weekend. Oklahoma's defensive line they is have won. good this year, so I'm not that worried about it. I will say the one thing I like, Oklahoma owns the Big 12. They've won eight out of the last ten Big 12 championships, um, and only one of those games was, was within one score. And 5.5 points, that's within one score, right? I guess it depends uh, on field goals versus uh, touchdowns. I'm not Cap. the numbers guy. That's why safety, I got you guys. So you have safety, yep. field goal, extra Communications point. Communications major here. Touchdown. Yep. So it's within Touchdowns, three. one I mean, score. I, so yep. my, my only thing with OU is they have, they have of course, so the there's two data points here. It's, of course, that uh, Iowa State beat OU at home earlier in the season, one by touchdown. And the other data point is. Repeat, repeat, repeat. But, but, but then wasn't that Brocktober? It was also Brocktober. It was, that was Brocktober. Uh, or was it but Brocktember? Oklahoma, I guess you look at Oklahoma's most impressive win, I guess, since uh, I suppose that loss. I, they beat Texas, of course, whatever that means. They blew out Oklahoma State, who beat Iowa State. So, But I, I guess it's, uh, it's one of those things where I... I man, Iowa State is a coached up team. They are better later in the season, and I could see this being. I guess you guys see a blowout, but I see a close game. I see a game where you don't think Brees Hall is going to be able to run on Oklahoma in this game. Not as much as Spencer um, Rattler is going to be able to put up points. Yeah, I I think you're looking at two different offenses here, and and one offense relies heavily on the running game. The other one has multi dimensions to it, um, with coach riley at the helm that guy is an offensive mastermind and what oklahoma's done in the big 12 over the last four years under him has frankly been very impressive they've lost like a only a handful of games over the last five years so um tough to beat that team two times in a year i know that the college football rankings came out we're i'm gonna get to how much i hate the college football rankings here very shortly um but they're pretty much setting this up for Oklahoma to get a huge jump based off of beating the number six team in the country in Iowa State. I don't know. It's yeah. just um, Oklahoma's. Oklahoma's I think they're it like uh, o, OU's the better team here. The the advanced statistics have OU's run defense being actually pretty good, yeah. like a top top fifteen in the country. So I mean, it, it does show up. It's one of those things where uh, I I guess it's one of those games where it's just like I realize. It's one of these those intangible games. How much this game means to Iowa State versus this is just like a down That's, year Big Twelve championship. I think it means a lot to That's certainly fair. because the, the college football playoffs not it's not over. Oklahoma can get in. There's a path. Yeah, Iowa State. Iowa State's never been in this position, so this game's going to mean a whole lot to them. It's going to mean Absolutely. a whole lot to yeah, Matt Campbell, who's getting a ton of coaching buzz, um, a ton of rumors circulating around him, possibly going to a bigger Big Ten school or you know, another making his next jump as head coach. So, um, you know, I, it's, it's one of those things like that. It's just, I, I don't want to slander Iowa state cause they've had a amazing season, but they're not as good as Oklahoma. Yeah. I, my, I, I, th- I'm, I expect it to be close. I wouldn't, I would, I kind of like clones with the points. I might be taking some of your action this week. It could uh, be. Let's go to uh, Capper's Big Rubber, a game that we have a rare uh, all-play, and that is uh, I think you all must believe what I believe, which is that Florida is going to be able to score against Alabama, which is why 17 points is too many. It's at 50, It's floating around 15 now. So what? what I guess uh, Capper, because it's your Big Rubber, what do you see here? Well, this is my Heisman favorite right now, Devontae Smith for Alabama. Um, 16 touchdowns on the season. 
scored last weekend on a punt return. Shades of Desmond That's your Heisman Howard favorite? In the early 90s. Yeah, I, I'm tossing out the quarterbacks right now. I mean, you I'm can actually toss out the quarterbacks, but then I think the UNC running backs got a, got a pretty yeah, big claim I, on that one. Yeah, I'm inviting him. I'm inviting nothing but skill guys this year to New York City. Love that. Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith, don't come to New York. and Brees Hall. Course, Those are my four guys. Let's, do, let's stay remote. Don't come to New York. We, Those yeah, are my four guys. It's a pandemic. We'll, go, well, we'll do it over I think Zoom. It'll be nice. You'll wear a yeah, suit. I, cer- You'll have a I certainly think it's going to be a... We'll send a ring light yeah. to your house. You don't have to hang out with Chris Winkie. Um, uh, but but you talk about two quarterbacks who have been just immensely helped by their skill guys this season uh, in Kyle Trask and in Mac Jones, two guys that are putting Simpson. up insane numbers offensively. 40 touchdowns um, for Kyle Trask and his noodle arm. <laughs> obviously. obviously what a, what, a, what an amazing scheme for Dan Mullen. It didn't translate to a win in the uh, in the Bayou last weekend. What a game! I, um, am I the only? Am I the only one that like kind of likes Florida a little more specifically because they kind of got rattled like that? No, against that's LSU? exactly that's exactly why you have to take the that's seventeen take points the this points. weekend because mean they're going to win the game. If you're looking, if you're yeah. yeah, if you're looking at this game last weekend before that LSU game. You're looking at a Florida team that was probably an underdog by 11 to 13 points against Alabama. Yeah, I think Alabama 5. obviously goes out and smashes Arkansas. Florida goes out and loses outright to LSU, a very bad LSU team. And so that line jumps up to three scores, 17 points. I think that's way too many for this spot where you're looking at a Florida team that can pretty much score at will, has scored at will all season almost. Um, we're missing Kyle Pitts last, last weekend who – in my opinion, should be one of the top three Heisman finalists. I think he's the true um, Heisman. You can't find I think a he, bigger I, delta I think he's amongst one player and the rest of the players at his position than Kyle Pitts and the rest of the tight end field. You can't. Cert- certainly, much but you're not team. giving a Heisman trophy to a center. Um, you're giving the Heisman trophy this year to Devontae Smith. And that's that's <laughs> the guy who is on the opposite side of the football from him. My, We're on Florida, so, Cash. Here's my... Touchdowns. Here's my here's my beef with uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, maybe he does one, but here's my beef with him as a Heisman. It's only because Jalen Wallow got hurt. Before Jalen Wallow got hurt, he was the guy on that team, and then Devontae Smith slid Which into that fine. system role. We know. It's the same thing as giving a Texas Tech quarterback the we fucking know, Heisman. It sucks. We know how much you love Najee Harris. We all love him as well. Like, he is Why incredible running the football. Why won't people respect no, Najee Harris? We're, we've plenty of respect given his way. But nobody is changing a game on the offensive side of the football like Devontae Smith is doing it. So the one thing I want to point out really quick before I let Rainman take it is Alabama, like Vegas cannot make the spreads high enough for Alabama right now. And so they're trying every single weekend. You're looking since the Georgia game, the second half, Tennessee, they beat them by 31 points. Mississippi State by 41. Kentucky, they beat them by 60. Auburn, they beat them by 39. No, 29 on, on at home. LSU, they beat them by 38. Arkansas, they almost beat them by 50. They keep trying to ramp these spreads up, 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 up because Alabama is just a monster covering the spread. They're not going to do it this weekend. 85% of bets are on Alabama. They can't get that spread high enough. Absolutely right, Cap. Uh, I just think Alabama knows that they win, they're in. They'll keep the game. They'll keep the sort of possession, probably run it with Najee Harris, run a little clock. It'll be a blowout. Florida will never be in the game, but they will cover the 17. And and certainly I'm tired of hearing Dan Mullen cry, but he's going to get his, his guys up for this game. 
at least offensively, I think they'll be able to score on Alabama. Yeah, I just think that I just see points. Uh, next game, let's go to uh, Big Ten Championship. Uh, Ohio State is favored by 20 against a, a, a Northwestern team that, uh, is, as I'm seeing, they're number two in the country in pass defense efficiency, but they also haven't covered anything cl- close to Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. So I'm. Uh, I'm curious whether this is a grinded out type game where 20 is too much against a Northwestern team because on on paper their defense is pretty good. Like, uh, what what's your what's your lean here? Raymond, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, so first of all, I just confirmed that the spread is actually 20.5, so that leads me to yeah. believe that ah. you guys are on Ohio State. I'm on Northwestern, and I want that hook. Uh, first line movement on Northwestern. I expect Pat Fitzgerald to be able to take away the big play here and scheme around it and probably run a little clock, try to keep the score artificially low at the beginning, and that should be able to keep it close. Uh, moral stand here, personally, don't think Ohio State deserves to be in the ranking in the college football playoff. Uh, if you look at their record, they beat Big Corn. Cool. They beat Penn State by 13. Cool. They beat Rutgers. Cool. They beat Indiana by 7. I guess that one's all right. And then they beat Michigan State. Cool. Uh, they are not the fourth best team in the country. They haven't even shown it on the field. Northwestern, 20 and a half. It's just too many points. Also, Northwestern sneaky defensive efficiency cap. Sneaky defensive efficiency ranked one in the country, barely above Clemson. And then there's a significant yeah. gap. But they're going to be able to keep it close-ish. Yeah, I, um, I'll i be the sucker watching this game Saturday night and thinking, I got 20 and a half in the bag. I This one's an easy cover. Um, but I just think it's too many points here for a good Northwestern team. They've shown the ability defensively to shut down teams. Um, and I am happy this year that Fat Pat Fitzgerald is no longer asking for offensive play calls at his email, hashtag I don't care. Um, they've got enough on the offensive side of the ball here to score points against an Ohio State defense that, frankly, hasn't been super impressive. They've given up points um, in bunches to the teams that they've played on their schedule. They've, they've gone through five games, um, but we've talked about it, Northwestern, second-best team, Maybe first best team in the country defensive efficiency I mean, wise. They're not. Um, it's artificially adjusted numbers because of the poor performance of play. But it does show you that Northwestern is a good defensive team. Certainly, and, and the one thing I want to bring up is Indiana is the one team that you can comp them to on Ohio State's schedule. Indiana's ranked sixth in the country um, efficiency wise on the defensive side of the football, and they turned Justin Fields over three times, which had not been done in his entire coll- collegiate career. That um, that was one of the things I was thinking about is just like Ohio State, simply by virtue of having so many games canceled and not playing in so long, you're going against a Northwestern team that we know is well coached and pretty scrappy. And like, I feel like they're going to be able to maybe if they can get some turnovers and slow this game down. But of course, what gives me pause is just the fact that like Northwestern six and one, they have, but they have that loss against Michigan State looks pretty bad. Oh, and horrific. none of their wins look all that. None of their wins look all that good. No, like not that I, good I don't team. know. They're really not that good. No, they're not. They're, they're not. not. The Big Ten's pretty down this year overall. Um, I, so I just, think you're the, looking the, at three the scores. thing that scares me is that like we know that Ohio State can put up fifty, maybe against Northwestern, but we yeah. know that they have the capability to put up fifty. We don't. I do not think Northwestern hangs in that game at all. Yeah, I mean, if Ohio State Northwestern will not cover. I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's but it's but it's the same thing. But I guess I'll I'll throw it back to Rain Man because you specifically said 
uh, you're on you like OU because they're going to be gunning from the playoff. What the fuck do you think Ohio State's going to State be doing this game? <laughs> They don't. They don't need yeah. to ride up. I, it's oh, it is not just Ohio winning State's in. They need to. They need to win. Convince. Yeah. It's a convincing win. Absolutely, you, are, you need to win. Convincing. You're embarrassing right. yourself, Joe. I don't know about. I don't know about this one, Joe. I, <laughs> They're going to be a ranked Northwestern. They'll be in. Ohio State will get in. Um, well, it's, the committee is obviously looking for any excuse to put. You Ohio think State Aggie into beating the Tennessee could jump Ohio State? Um, there is, if, if Ohio State wins by three points and Aggie blows out Tennessee, you don't think there's a conversation no, about it? No, I think any I, I conversation comes in the Clemson-Notre Dame I game. disagree. Yeah, okay. I think I think that's the only team that can miss out on the playoff here is Clemson if they lose. Or Notre um, Dame in a convincing loss. If yeah, Clemson I think – well, Notre Dame, Notre Dame will be out. No one wants to see I, them in the I playoff know. if they lose by 17. I don't know because it's just like one of those things where the narrative – you're not going to want to see an A&M Alabama rematch. So the only matchups that make sense on paper oh, is an Alabama versus an ACC team, whoever loses this game on Saturday, and then or an Ohio Alabama State versus the winner of the game the country, in, the, in, in the ACC. Let's hmm. uh, before we get too off track. Let's keep uh, let's keep it somewhat on the rails. Uh, we're going to go to save for uh, the pod. You started the next this one. The, these ones we can roll through a little quicker. Uh, Boise State minus six and a half versus San Jose State. Uh, does do either of you feel particularly strongly here? Not particularly no. strongly. I will say San Jose State in the motivation game. Uh, Boise State usually they get a lot more press, a lot more spotlight. They don't care about this game. Probably a lot more meaningful for San Jose State to dethrone the giant in their conference of Boise State. Also, no one's really talking about them being undefeated, and they're five zero and one against the spread. I expect that to continue here. I'll take the six and a half. No, Starkle is not ass, my dude. He is uh, more of a game manager for San Jose State. But the one thing is Boise State, they they got fucking crushed by BYU. So I just, like, I don't see any reason to think why, they, why they're deserving a six and a half besides a logo. Um, the, the line movement sticks out to me here. It opened up at nine. It dropped quickly to six and a half. Um, San Jose State plays good defense for a Mountain West team. And I want to highlight Trey Jenkins. Um, for the Spartans he has recovered two fumbles this year intercepted two passes and recorded one sack that's a triple double in my book he's my player to watch even though we're not going to watch this consider game. him highlighted uh yep. next one uh we're gonna go to uh Cincinnati minus 14 and a half uh versus Tulsa uh Tulsa if you watch if you watch Tulsa games this year then you've had a few heart attacks they've had some of the wildest games on the season uh, and they both they've had two games against Cincinnati canceled now. This is the first time they're playing. Uh, who who sort of has a uh, more of a lean on this one? Well, we already talked about how bullshit that college football playoff rankings are, how they keep moving our guys down in Cincinnati, despite the fact that they don't even play. They don't even get to showcase what they've done all season long. They're nine and0. They've dominated every team they've played in the AAC, which is the closest conference to a power five conference that you can get in the country um i just am sickened by everyone on that committee i am embarrassed for them i think that they think they're a lot smarter than they are and i think we all know that they're not which is and um, they all think they can sing um and they can't they can't they can't do any of it so i am personally this is my personal stand um, I'm up on the hill. I'm planting the flag. I'm laying 14 and a half with Cincinnati. I don't give a shit about Tulsa. 
Um, they've had a good season, but they can't play offense. They're 89th in the country efficiency-wise, and Cincinnati is the third-ranked defense in the country by all metrics. Um, they should uh, hold this Tulsa team to less than 10 points. Yeah, I'll take Cincinnati right. as well for the exact same reason. I mean, my one thing, I, I think Tulsa has pretty good defense, and they're 6-1 and one against the spread this year. They've constantly been sort of uh, – underestimated they play close games they Luke Fickle's had two fine. weeks to prepare for this um, game we yeah we and we've talked about it a little Three bit weeks. we touched on it a little bit it, that Coastal has an outside shot of making a New York six bowl um, Cincinnati with a convincing win is easily in that spot so I think they do everything they can here to um, give that program the convincing win that you know what like it's not going to be the win they they need and it's not going to be the win they they deserve for the season but um, they're going to have a Big time bowl game to play in on January first. Yeah. Uh, next one we got uh, Marshall, the the previous losers to Rice. Uh, Marshall minus five against uh, UAB. Uh, give me give me one sentence. Who who takes who do you got? if you're taking a if you're taking a side in this one? Who you got? Capper, you go first. Um, congratulations to Marshall and UAB for making the Conference USA Championship this season, and which sentence. I imagine was very difficult for both teams. Eh, but give me the points comma. because of line movement. So who did right. you take? I'm taking UAB plus five. Yeah, we're like on all the same sides of the game. So I'm taking UAB plus five, and I'll take this time to highlight what it's an amazing good. story UAB has had. Shut down their program in 2014 resumed football in 2017 immediately won a conference championship in that game uh then went to another conference champion the next year and now we're back in the conference championship this year that's an amazing run immediately after shutting down your program opening up a new stadium next year aptly called the protective stadium bill clark doesn't get nearly enough credit for the job he's done at that program and if i was a program in the wilderness and trying to right the ship, he would be my first call. Looking at you, Florida State, uh, UAB plus five, just because I love Bill so much. Coach Bill. We had to take a dig. I know they're playing this weekend, but, God, they're meaningless. Eli Salmons also might not be playing for Marshall. Look out for that because the backup quarterback was absolute dog shit against Rice with five interceptions and zero touchdowns. No, Brain Man, the reason why you're the best in the business is because you're you're the only one who realizes that the only move Florida State can make right now is to fire their coach again and hire Bill Clark. It's the only <laughs> I'm, I, if I'm Florida State, forward. if I'm the boosters, if I'm at fifty one on Madison and I'm talking around the bar, I'm talking about <laughs> Bill Clark. Well, What's I, money? I, What's money? I have heard personally they're Money's in a, a rebuild, social construct. So it, would, it would make sense. Uh all right, uh let's uh Buffalo minus thirteen and a half versus ball state. Uh this is this is my lock of the week. I love 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 Buffalo in this spot. You have to. Uh, can you tell me? Okay, can you tell Ball me State. a reason why? Can you tell me a reason Too why? Is it, so you're on Ball State. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo a lot to love with their running backs. Uh, all the credit to Jared Patterson in the world. One of the best players in the country. I just think it's too many points. Uh, Ball State's pretty, Ball State pr- pretty is, well. This Ball, State's, Ball, Ball State's 111th in defensive success rate, and Buffalo has a guy who ran for 600 yards and eight touchdowns yeah, in exactly a game. exactly what every American in the country is saying when they're betting this game. All right. Uh, like that is that is uh, not some sort of angle or edge that Vegas is So the last – I will say – Drew Pitt to Justin Hall can, will be able to keep it close. Congrats to Ball State on a great season, making the MAC championship. But they are probably David Letterman's the fourth or fifth best team in the MAC this year. Ball, Buffalo has been annihilating teams all season long. 
Um, they have the best coach in the conference in Lance Leopold. They have the best running back in the country, possibly, in Jarrett Patterson. He Second has 18 best. touchdowns this year in five games. Javante. Um, mm, I love him. I love him. I love but him. They're winning. Buffalo is winning games this season. They're five games so far by 30.8 points per unreal. game. Their closest game of the season was seven weeks ago. They won by 19. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty. And right, then uh, last. Uh, congrats I to, to Ball State. Once again, congrats uh, to Ball State. So, and then I finally decided to say there's, of course, one meaningless conference championship game, and that <laughs> is uh, the Pac-12. We have USC. We're going to just – let's do this quick, guys. Let's not embarrass ourselves. I don't want to do it quick. I it's don't USC do minus three versus Oregon. Let's not waste too much thought or, yeah, what, what do we got here? I'm not going to do this one quick. Go ahead, Rain Man. Please, uh, I got Oregon I got a lot plus to say. three. I think USC is one of yes. the most overrated teams in the country. They could easily yes. be two and three right now. If you look at their losses, Arizona State, they could. Or their close wins, moral losses. Arizona State, Arizona, I'll pause for laughs. Get them. Uh, they won by four against Arizona. That team is awful. Uh, UCLA should have won that game. I think Kayvon Thibodeau <laughs> is going to rock Kevin slow to this and he's been talking in yep. the news this week i really like that a lot so i think oregon's gonna be able to maybe even outright this game plus three you uh, highlighted it DFS, go for Cam keep going Power, the tight end for oregon because usc's linebacking core is not good and he should be able to get open keep going the middle i love it get him get him how Who funny is it would it be for 2020 for a non for the pac-12 to be won by oregon who didn't even qualify for the game and it's only there off a tie break with stanford that's amazing i i'm, I'm I'm, I'm very just gonna tell you, I don't think it would ended. be that funny. It's not that. I'm funny. very, I'm, I'm very I'm excited. Suffering. We ended with this game. This is my press clippings game of the week. Oregon literally does not deserve to be in this game, but they are because it's 2020. We've had a hundred thousand games canceled due to COVID. Uh, we're glad all the players made it through healthy. Um, I know we've had a lot of canceled games. USC like rain man said is the most overrated team in the country they're five and now they deserve to, to lose last weekend oregon has a an incredible rushing attack cj vertle travis die they've been effective all year and tyler shaw running the run pass option um he's no slouch running the football either these guys combined averaging 5.4 yards per carry lastly lastly fuck UCLA for that performance last weekend. Oh, a classic. Not covering that spread. Not covering that spread against USC was an absolute disgrace to college football. It's an absolute disgrace to college football betters all over the country. We have it we're taking a twelve point lead into the fourth quarter. We're on full tilt. We're trying to win one goddamn game in that in this just hell bath of a season. And you can't cover because you cannot cover the over-the-top yeah. pass by you know, Keaton Slovis. It's, it's possible that some USC betters would say that was a gutty comeback performance. It uh, wasn't. That <laughs> it wasn't. It, mad. it, it was really wasn't. That was it. A, did come back. <laughs> I'm I still said, mad about it. It, you know what? I honestly have forgotten about it after the uh, Monday Night Football safety, but it was a pretty bad beat. Uh, that was an They're just everywhere. They're uh, everywhere. It's un, it's impossible right. to just miss their landmines right now. 
and that is uh that is all the games i'm not gonna have you guys run through your picks again because just frankly there's too many uh just listen to the pod again we got we need the we need the place um and now let's get into uh the real money maker that is my fucking four teamer if you bet my four teamer last week you would have gone two and one because one of the games was canceled and because i did not realize talia taga 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 gonna throw for a bunch of yards was not gonna play against Rutgers. uh so they uh they lost yeah. that game but yeah, this, sure did. this week I'm feeling pretty pretty wily. I tried to mostly include uh, non-conference championship games, but I just couldn't help myself with the first one. I love Buffalo minus 13 and a half. I love hearing that. I just nope. love this. Dude. I just love this matchup against Ball State's defense. I think you're overthinking it. Lance Leopold, Mr. Whitewater in a championship game. Come on. This is yeah, he's winning. easy. Uh, he's winning. He's then, smashing. I'm taking uh, Nebraska minus seven at Rutgers. I think it's a letdown spot for Rutgers after a gutty win last week. But Rutgers is playing their backup QB, and I just don't think they have the depth to keep it close in a spot like this. Plus, Scott Frost cannot lose this game. Corn. If it's very, but if, if, if Scott Frost keeps it close, that would look really, really bad. But also, he can't lose this game. But even if he does, what the fuck is Nebraska going to do? Uh, then we got Wake Forest. <laughs> Minus seven against uh, Florida State. Uh, this line is just begging you to take Florida State because you see a line and you see Wake Forest favored by a touchdown. But what uh, you don't see is that Sam Hartman is really good. I think he's a really good quarterback. I like the offense they run at Wake Forest. I think they're going to carve up Florida, a Florida State team that is, that is looking at the transfer portal. Um, and then finally, I like uh, Mississippi State minus one. Uh, versus Mizzou. I can't wait to lose one more bet on Mississippi State this year. It's going to be a pleasure. Uh, Mississippi State's defense is the best unit on the field in this game, and I think uh, they can score enough points at home to cover. Mizzou had some juice, but they really just got the wheels blown off them against Georgia, and I feel like going on the road after a performance that was just like kind of a gut punch, not to mention 75% of the bets on Mizzou, I like Mississippi State, who uh, has their freshman quarterback starting to move it, figure out the offense a little bit. I think uh, they cover this mm, one. Mm. Yeah, sure. I like it. I like it. Uh, and that uh, a lot of favorites. I, I, a lot of favorites, Joe. I, I, they always are. It's why it's can throw Public, us a dog. It's a Joe Public parlay, my guy. Uh, and now we're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna now get to. Something I never thought would happen. I truly never in my life thought this would happen. And it is uh, a defending King of the Hill pick. We had someone that came on the show, made a pick last week, Parvicolis, our King of the Hill, and he was correct. He correctly picked East Screw Michigan's punter to lead them to victory over some fucking team. Um, and this week, he is back with another pick. Uh, gentlemen, are we ready for Parvicolis' first oh, yeah. defense of his hill? Let's Been waiting it. all week, ready to place it. Last week's victory was the best thing to happen to Parvacolis since the invention of the sports car. <laughs> this week, I'm taking you out west, where Arizona State will be playing at Oregon State. Line is ASU minus 7.5. The Sun Devils leave the, lead the Pat 12 in offense with an average of an astounding 38.3 points per game. And they only give up 20 points per game. Again, best in the Pat 12. In fact, they are so good that I don't think their one and two record really discounts them from serious playoff consideration this year. 
deluded SEC homers might tell you that um, Arizona State's only played in three games. And that the fact that they scored 70 points in the last game really skews their statistics and makes it irrelevant. But can you really trust SEC fans? They probably think that all four spots in the playoffs should go to the SEC. For this game, it's going to be ASU by a mile. It's a safe bet. There's no way you can lose. That's not a legally binding promise. But uh, yeah, ASU. Parvacolis, right. the man somehow too awkward for this podcast, uh, is absolutely <laughs> did you on Arizona last week. Hot, hot. As, he, the guy, is hot as a fucking pistol. I, I, and I, you know what? I've loved uh, Oregon State, but yeah, I, I'm going on Arizona State this week. I'm not oh, gonna yeah. go against the Parv. It's the, right, it's the right pick. You gotta ride with the Parv. Gotta ride with the Parv. Parv Save it for the Parv. Part. Oh, I don't like that. Veal Parvigiana. <laughs> Was that just like the live strong thing, except with Parv in front of it? Like that's kind of offensive. Or like Boston strong, Houston strong, the whole thing. Parv strong. I don't. I don't care for like the strong. Am I? Am I the only one who doesn't like that bit? I'm just like, eh, it's a little corny. No, it's very corny. It's kind of. We corny. could do better. I'm just gonna leave it's Joe hanging in silence there. Man, I now you're. Af- I guess after that, are you roast strong? <laughs> <laughs> It's now really funny that I let off with that song. I know. <laughs> you see, you walked right into it. I just literally just walked right into that fucking one. Jesus. <laughs>